Welcome into A to Z Sports. We are powered by the BetMGM app. We're live every weekday morning at 8 central time, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links tweeted out segment by segment or posted segment by segment on the X feed at A to Z Sports. Also follow us on Instagram and TikTok and threads. For more Titans coverage as the preseason wraps up and the regular season gets underway, we've got all the Titans stuff that you need. We got to thank our sponsors for making this show happen and for helping out all of you. That's Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Uh, learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer located in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Visit them online at KrebsKubota.com. And the Aura app, keeping you safe online with credit and identity theft monitoring. Uh, they can help you get rid of data brokers that have access to your information. For a two-week trial, it's Aura.com slash ATOZ. So, uh, Zach, you talked about the hiatus. So let's welcome you back to the show for one. And then, two, I, I got to check in with you on how you're feeling about Titans world right now and how I mean you've been unplugged plugged in where are you at with with this team as we get ready to look at the regular season uh and you kind of jump back on the morning show here look I'm always plugged in uh so I am plugged in and I'm excited to talk about what we've got on the agenda today uh just like everybody else I've I've followed A to Z sports fabulous coverage from Sam, yourself, and Austin, and all hands on deck, and Jack has been doing a great job. And so, I, I look, I'm attuned to what's going on, and I've watched all the preseason games. I've got opinions on Malik Willis and Will Levis, and then we'll talk about Ryan Tannehill. Uh, as our company has grown, which is a positive thing, uh, I've had, you know, my my role has evolved into um, growing this company and, and doing things on a bigger scale within our website as we are getting ready to cover all 32 teams very, very soon. Uh, we've got an email list that we're growing and um, been been working with a lot of our employees. You know, our, this is really awesome to say. We are pushing 50 employees all across the world now, uh, from Mexico to London to all over the country. And so um, Austin and I have have had to, to really focus on, you know, the A to Z sports brand, and that's what I've been been doing as well as helping the a to z sports dallas brand we've got a to z sports philly now uh to to launch that and grow that this season so a lot of moving pieces i will be more regular on this show once the season starts and we'll get a schedule down i kind of took a michael strahan approach to training camp and missed but uh, i am back i'm ready for the regular season as we approach and excited to be uh on the show with you today. Look, I think everybody's surprised with what Malik Willis was able to achieve in the first yeah. two preseason games. First of all, with opportunity. Second of all, with taking advantage of that opportunity. And it's unfortunate with the, the Will Levis injury that he didn't play at all last week against Minnesota. That may change uh, tonight against New England. And Mike Vrabel, I'm curious to see who all we will see tonight. But the DeAndre Hopkins-Ryan Tannehill connection, I feel like, is at a great spot heading into the regular season. I feel like defensively, you know, as far as the health is concerned, defensively, you kind of got to like where the status is. 
Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips, that's not good in the wide receiver room. And that's what we talked about even prior to Hopkins is what they were, what were they going to do when, you know, when, if DeAndre Hopkins didn't join this team and injuries happened. And so injuries have already happened. They're going to probably miss some period of time. How are they going to replace that? Now, Derrick Henry, they still got 22. So uh, I like the trajectory of the Titans. They got to start out hot. They got to get prepared. They got to do well tonight and then get everything kind of buttoned up as week one against the New Orleans State uh, Saints are, you know, it's creeping right around the corner. So that's kind of my my view. And here is the last thing on the coaching staff. Excited to see Tim Kelly and what he's been able to, to do to change. I really want to see the one-two punch of Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears, who has been, I feel like, a spotlight uh, in the last few weeks. And then Mike Vrabel is being the consistent Mike Vrabel that we know Mike Vrabel is always going to Mike Vrabel. And that is close to the vest, not play as players, you know, work on competition, defense, technique, coaching, and all those other things. But, um, you know, tonight is the final preseason game. So you got one game to figure out who your roster is, and then we'll see cut downs next week. I was kind of surprised he went through a lot of that. Now, I hadn't heard Tajay Spears' name yet. I'm like, I feel like this is a guy that Zach would be all over, loving the uh, loving the approach from Tajay Spears. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think you were pretty dead on with, like, a summary of kind of the big training camp storylines here. The defense is obviously very exciting. The quarterback situation came out of nowhere, and, and it makes it even more convoluted than it was going into training camp when you realize, like, this growth that we've heard about from Malik – is legitimate in a lot of ways and like it started to translate into a better process in a preseason game and we don't know what will levis is i mean we've seen like eight series seven series of him behind like second and third team offensive lines really mostly third teams and then the injury and so you're about to be in the regular season and so i guess this kind of goes into the conversation we have to have today zach because uh, i think one of the biggest things Going into this final preseason game, I should say the roster is mostly set. Like, I think there might be two to three, maybe four spots that are really like up for grabs with a couple guys battling and seeing, you know, does somebody outshine the other one on Friday night tonight? Other than that, I feel like they know where they're going to go with this roster. And it's a matter for me of the decisions about who gets work and who doesn't get work. Mike Vrabel alluded earlier this week to like a guy like Harold Landry is somebody who probably will play some tonight because he has to see Harold tackle. uh, And and that's something that he hasn't done in basically two years um, since he last played in a live football game was actually tackle an opponent. So these are the decisions now, and specifically at quarterback, it's interesting with Will Levis missing last week in Minnesota. He doesn't play in the Vikings preseason game. Malik Willis gets the entire time. So now there's the balance of, well, is Will healthy enough to play three quarters? Do you need three quarters out of him? And what I think is an interesting conversation about Ryan Tannehill, we know that they need him healthy, but do do they need him to play? There's a lot of different things that go into this discussion. Yeah, and I think that starts our conversation with Ryan Tannehill. And 
what's going to happen tonight? As I talked about, Mike Vrabel likes to keep things close to the vest. I mean, it's Friday morning at 8.21 a.m., and we still don't know who's going to start tonight's preseason game on a Friday night against the New England Patriots. Is that the most Mike Vrabel thing ever? Yes, it is. We don't know who's going to play. We tried to ask him, and we basically, you know, Ryan Tannehill gave a very Ryan Tannehill answer. So did Mike Vrabel. So here's the Titans quarterback when asked, hey, Ryan, do you feel like you need to play on Friday night against the Patriots? Yeah, I'm good either way. You know, excited uh, and and, um, happy with how, you know, things have progressed for us as an offense over the course of of spring and training camp. Uh, Guys are coming out and, and grinding away, obviously. It's not 100% yet, but we're we're building each and every day and learning from something each and every day. And, you know, whatever Coach Rabel decides for uh, for Friday, I'll be good with. Yep. Good either way. Happy either way. Uh, whatever Coach Rabel decides. Uh, and then here's the Titans head coach asked the same question. Will Ryan Tannehill suit up tonight for the Titans? Uh, we'll kind of work through some of that. We'll see what it looks like here with Ryan. See, you know, get him behind it. Uh, offensive line. So I, you know, haven't made a final determination but that's a possibility that, that was a, huh? <laughs> he basically was like next question yeah he's, i've made a possibility some mumbling nonsense into like yeah we'll see uh the starting behind getting behind the starting offensive line i think is another like interesting aspect of this you mentioned the connection ryan Tannehill to deandre hopkins which i feel like has exploded in the last week since Traylon Burks went down their practice connection has been on another level. So that's something that I, you know, feel good enough about, but you have four new offensive line starters. You know, what is that like for just a, an offensive unit as a whole to go out and, and, and play snaps together. So I, I want to go ahead and, and get the chat involved here. Let's ask our first question of the day. Our, our first question is going to be, should QB Ryan Tannehill play or not play tonight against the Titans? Should QB Ryan Tannehill or against the Patriots for the Titans? Should QB Ryan Tannehill play or not play? Like I said, I have a very, very strong opinion on this. So I'm interested in seeing where uh, the chat falls in line. But while you guys go ahead and answer that, uh, let me tell everybody about the Aura app. The Aura app, keeping you safe online with credit and identity theft monitoring. You can get a two-week free trial at Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Everybody can get access to anything online from data brokers to your name, to your address, to your family members. It's a pretty scary world out there in an internet age. So you have to make sure you're staying safe. And that's why the Aura app is here You can uh, submit opt-out requests on your behalf through the Aura app for data brokers to release your information. So you're no longer getting any of the spam calls that come and hit you up on your phone. You're no longer getting, uh, you're off all the call lists, no robots on the other side, and you're making sure that you're protected. Uh, There's also VPN. There's also uh, password management control. There's parental controls online if you've got kids out there. Just make sure you're safe on the internet. It just takes a couple minutes to do. You sign up on the Aura app, really tell them what you're looking for and put in your phone number with some information and they've got you protected and covered. So use that link. It's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It is Sports. We are powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. And you should download the app. It's about football season time. That's big money. You can do future bets before the 
season you know officially starts you could do week one bets you can do preseason bets tonight download the bet mgm app and use the bonus code atoz sports they are the king of the sports book all right sam i'm going to go through the comments and then i'm curious to hear how you answer this question you get a strong opinion i think we've got some strong opinions in the chat as well so should ryan Tannehill play or not play in tonight's titans preseason game against Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots. Andrew says no. Major Key says yes. Lou Man says no. Not play by J.R. Uh, we've got top tier says play. Darius says yes. Deshaun Washington says no. Uh, Perry says play. Nick says not play. Brad says play. Scary Harry says nah. Uh, Den- uh, Denise says yes. Play from Anthony, not play from Noah. Yes, definitely play, not from Billy. Jason says play. Curtis says nah. Jaron says play, as well as Albert and Orlando. Uh, there's some more plays coming in. A few snaps from uh, Jamie should play from Colin. Jags got juice says no. Yes, from Jonathan Tannehill should play at least one quarter with the starters. That's a lot of playing time in a preseason game from Jonathan, but he definitely thinks that Ryan Tannehill should play, play for a series. Jody says play. Nicholas says play. Titans Kyle says play. AV says no freaking way. If he's hurt, the season is over. Absolutely not. From old Turb over there, you've got play from Larry. Lane says play, not play from Cameron Strong. Uh, Eric says play. So look, a ton of comments. Look, bravo. Little Mm -hmm. golf clap clap to the Chat, there's a ton of comments coming in. There's, I think, the that's probably 60 40 play, but that there's 40 percent that says Ryan Tannehill should not play tonight. Well, I mean, this is, I think, the ideal question, the ideal conversation when you are looking at people who very clearly feel strongly it's like absolutely or definitely not. <laughs> and that's kind of the split here. It's a polarizing topic, and I've been fighting this tooth and nail with the rest of Titans media. I feel like I'm on an island, and I have to credit the chat as well, Zach, because the chat, by a slight majority, agrees with me. I feel very, very strongly that Ryan Tannehill needs to and should play tonight, should play more than one series tonight. I'd like to see two or three series, maybe not the whole first quarter, But I think some significant time for Ryan Tannehill is valuable. And I think the numbers speak for themselves. I went back and pulled this up because I remember having this opinion last this time last year. Last year during week one, there were 10 NFL starting quarterbacks that did not play at all during the preseason. They went two and eight in week one. The two that won played other quarterbacks that did not play in week one. So if you were a quarterback that didn't play in the preseason, facing a quarterback that did, you lost every single time last year. I think reps matter. Having some cohesiveness with your offensive line matters. Your receivers matters. We know things are different at full speed. Things are different than joint practices. Things are different than training camp. I'd like to see the quarterback go out there and take some reps with four new offensive line starters, a, like 
a new wide receiving core, even if DeAndre Hopkins isn't out there, you're still throwing to some new weapons and Chris Moore and guys that are going to be a part of your offense early on. So I think Ryan Tannehill needs to play uh, because we've seen in the past when he doesn't, the Titans usually come out pretty slow offensively week one. Well, what, when did they, maybe this is a look back. What was their first series against the giants? It was Watch a touchdown. You. It was a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I was, was. Avoid. I was about to say. All right, to be fair. You sit there slow start. I, I, I wanted you to confirm that because I've watched every single play of every single game, just yeah. like you've watched every single play of every single game. And you spend a lot of things. But if I do remember, they got off to a pretty good start against the New York football Giants. It yeah. was the second well, half to be fair, that they the went to bed. was the bad half. I'm, I, you know, the game as a whole, not great though. They like, still- I don't know who's been on the show the last couple of weeks, but I'm here to hold accountability, right? Hey, that, that's I where I'm at. I, this doesn't change my opinion. You do have a point, and this is what I got told in the media room. They said, Sam, they scored a touchdown. It was the second half. That was a problem. I still think that there were some issues that you could have worked through as an offense with some more time in the preseason. So, all right, look, you've made your points. And the, uh, here's the other thing besides the Giants point I wanted to make is how many people in the chat are actually going to the game tonight that want to get their <laughs> money's worth and yeah. get to see Ryan Tannehill instead of Malik Willis or, or Will Levis and get a chance to actually see a little sample, a little taste test, a little Baskin Robbins little bite yeah. of Tannehill to Hopkins. I think that's what maybe probably the fans want to see and you're going to be there, Sam, uh, correct? Yeah, I'll be yeah. there. Uh, so I don't know if I'm looking at like itching to see Ryan Tannehill play, but if I was a fan, yeah, like you want to see the starting quarterback go out there and even Zach, I'll say too, even if I'm not there, if I'm a fan at home, I'm, I like, I don't want to throw the game on and uh, you know, watch meaningless football to be fair. The flip side of that, there isn't really meaningless football with this Titans team, because if it's Malik or Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill, there's somebody to watch for, uh, but yeah, you do want the starting quarterback to play. It gives you, makes you feel like football's actually back. Like we're actually about to do this thing for real. Yeah. So, so I have an opinion on this and I'm going to, I actually just formed my opinion on this last night watching something that has to do nothing with the Tennessee Titans. And I I think this is the way I'm going to go on this. So I'm going to tell you what that is, but first going to tell everybody about Krebs Kubota. Hey, look, grass is growing outside. I know that that's the fact. Well, if you need a brand new lawnmower or any sort of equipment, go to Krebs Kubota, Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment provider. I'm talking about elite. They are an elite Kubota dealer. Columbia, Franklin, Murfreesboro, three locations all across Middle Tennessee. Visit them online at KrebsKubota.com. They believe in customer satisfaction. It's rooted in the outstanding parts and the service department that they provide. KrebsKubota.com. They've been serving the community for over 18 years. Like I said, three different locations. That's Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. The elite Krebs Kubota. That's the elite Kubota dealer in Middle Tennessee. Visit Krebs with a K. K K-R-E-B-S. KrebsKubota.com. 
Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. You place that first wager, and even if it loses, you're all good. A second chance to win big with the king of sportsbooks. It's why we love BetMGM. ATOZ Sports, that's the bonus code on BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. All right, here's my opinion, and I'm going to go a little deep dive in this. Last night, I was watching Hard Knocks with my wife. We were watching you know, Jets. And- we're going to have to talk about this at the sort of towards the end of the show because I've been meaning to bring it up on the chat with the chat for a while. So we'll talk Hard Knocks later. And I think this has been not a great Hard Knocks season because they've changed it. It used to be about you know the rookies and the cusp guys getting cut, but everybody cares about everybody's feelings now because society's soft and they won't do that. <laughs> That's another topic. But last night towards the end of the episode, uh, Sala comes up and he is basically like, ah, we're finally going to get to see eight live in person. And one of the reasons why is he said he wanted him to feel MetLife Stadium. They're going to play the Giants in the final preseason game. NFC, AFC, not really a rivalry, but in the same uh, stadium and in the same state, which is actually New Jersey, not New York. But he is playing Aaron Rodgers for a series and maybe more, I don't know, but a series at least to get him to feel the environment. I believe that Mike Vrabel should play Ryan Tannehill for one series, not two, not three. He doesn't need any of the LeBron James things, not four, not five, not six. He needs one series to play. And here's the other thing that is going to be, revealed tonight sam do you know what that is enlighten me something (laughs) that never has happened in the history of the tennessee titans since moving to nashville tonight yes tonight uh that is going straight over my head right now you're a titans reporter you should know this stuff this is history check the chat the chat knows Oh, the new turf. Oh. New turf. This is the first time in the history of Nissan Stadium or the, the Tennessee Titans have played in this city that they have played on a new field. And this is turf. This is Aaron Rodgers for the first time being in MetLife Stadium, getting some new surroundings. This is the first time Ryan Tannehill is going to be in the stadium that he calls home that is going to have some new turf. That's feel out. And they're not going to get that opportunity in week one because they're going to be in the Superdome down there or whatever they're going to call it. Caesar Superdome, Mercedes Superdome. I don't know what it's called. Changes titles all the time. Uh, I don't know what the turnover is. But that is also turf, but it's not Nissan Stadium. One series on the new turf from Ryan Tannehill, I do think builds value for a quarterback that doesn't really need to play. He's a veteran. He's been here before. He's done all of these things. He can't afford getting hurt. All of those things I agree with, but one series on new turf. If DeAndre Hopkins, maybe that's another conversation that we can have real quick. So I'm, I agree with you. I'm not, I'm, you said three series. I think that is ridiculous. One series, yeah. get him off the field. And then we'll, we'll talk later on in the show about Levis versus Willis and all of that stuff. But I'm one series on the new turf to feel the new environment. 
Well, okay. So what's your limit on one series then? I mean, if it's if, if it's six plays, it, like get a yeah, first, a first and punt. Okay, here here's right. my stipulation. Fair question. If it's three and out, you get another series. If you make a first down and you move the change, that's officially one series. Okay. So I mean, I I feel like you could get a little bit more, and, and I understand. Look, I think the turf is a great point. Uh, I think I don't I don't understand this idea in the NFL right now about like full speed only applies to young people for some, like to, to younger players for some reason that veterans don't need work at full speed, especially when they're dealing with new teammates and new situations like turf, like the Titans have this turf in the, in the uh, bubble at their practice facility at St. Thomas sports park. What Ryan Tannehill does in the bubble is nowhere near what he's going to have to do in a live NFL game. And so I think there's value in him playing on the playing surface at full speed. I think there's value in him throwing to DeAndre Hopkins and Chris Moore at full speed. I think there's value to him playing behind the offensive line at full speed. And that's for the turf. That's for their chemistry. That's for a lot of different things. And like the injury debate, you, you kind of touched on it briefly, Zach, is something that people bring up all the time. And I understand it. Ryan Tannehill's the most important player to the Titans this year. He can't get hurt. He gets hurt. You've got a lot, a lot, a lot of problems. You can get hurt at practice running around. You can get hurt walking out of the facility, falling down the stairs, or twisting your ankle on the little pothole that they've got in the parking lot at St. Thomas Sports Park. There's a lot of ways Ryan Tannehill can get hurt. Is the risk increased in a game? Slightly. But I, like Ryan Tannehill's not supposed to be running around either and making a ton of plays. I think you get him out there knowing that sure injuries can always happen, but the value that you get of having of getting him that experience in the regular season, I think is more valuable than people realize. Well, and let's look at the history of this too, because I do think that there's some importance of that is. Last year, as we know, he did not Tannehill did not play in the final preseason game, correct? No, he, he's never played in the preseason with the Titans as the starter. As the starter, right? Because the last time was Marcus Mariota was the starter, and I'm looking at that. That was against the Eagles way back and when. Had, but he's the backup quarterback, so he's, he's gonna, the backup quarterback. But Mariota, the starter, did play. Now, different scenario because Mariota was still – under rookie contract, right? So it's different than what it is. He did not play two years ago. They had, they had COVID, so there was no preseason. But two years ago against Arizona, you remember when they started out and got blown out by Arizona? I do. The, and it the, was another game that they just came out and looked flat for some reason as, as he was the starting quarterback. And did not play against the Falcons in the final preseason game that year. And so, look, I think, you know, you damned if you do, damned if you don't. I, I don't think that this is like a uh, a massive decision, but it is a decision that needs to be made. And the fact that Mike Vrabel, you know, as he always does, makes everybody wait with bated breath all the way up until like kickoff, really, till boot hits leather to know exactly who the starter is. Like, all right, so we both think that he should play. Correct, Sam? You yeah. you think for longer maybe than I do. I think I think I know where you're going here. Will he play? Yeah. That I mean, that's what I was gonna ask. And I, I have an opinion. So I'm gonna give you the opinion. First, 
I'm going to talk about the Bone and Joint Institute. And if Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, just call the Bone and Joint Institute. Whenever you get hurt in life, call the Bone and Joint Institute. You don't want to fumble on your recovery. They've got you covered out there in Franklin with a state-of-the-art rehab facility. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care for good reason. Uh, they're knowledgeable. We know that when we go and listen to the videos, listen to the talks that we do with some of their doctors about Traylon Burks' injury. When Austin and I sat down with Dr. Dave Kempfert, they've got people that know what they're talking about and they're here to assist you at their facility between the clinic testing, rehab, image, surgery. It's all under one roof. So you don't have to drive around middle Tennessee to go to your different appointments, go get great, reliable care out in Franklin, all under one roof at the bone and joint Institute schedule an appointment. It's bone and joint TN.org. A to Z sports were powered by bet MGM use the bonus code ATOZ sports They're the king of the sports books. And here's the best part bonus bet up to a thousand dollars for if you use that bonus code ATOZ sports and you're a new user on your first bet. So up to a thousand bucks. This is a great time as we got preseason football wrapping up. You got regular season right around the corner. You got college football right around the bin, which I'm excited about bet MGM download the app today all right sam will ryan Tannehill start tonight well mike vrabel left this a little open i'll play this one more time one more time from the head coach here's what the head coach said when asked about ryan Tannehill playing tonight uh, we'll kind of work through some of that and we'll see what it looks like here with ryan see you know get him behind that uh offensive line so i you know haven't made a final determination but that's a possibility. That felt a little bit more open to me than right. Like that's oh, a possibility. I, I think, yeah, I think, right. So now listening to that, I have my answer. Do you have your answer? I do. You can go first if you want. I mean, I, so I don't think he's playing. Okay. So <laughs> even, even after hearing that, we, yeah. Cause so listen, we all listen in a different way. Right. So like we could take things in, in whatever way I, the beholder. Listen to what he says about the offensive line. I think he doesn't want to put Ryan Tannehill behind this offensive line yet. Listen, play it again. All right, here we go. Right, one more time about the offensive line. That's what I'm perking my ears up for. Here. Uh, we'll kind of work through some of that, and we'll see what it looks like here with Ryan. See, you know, get him behind that uh, offensive line. So I you know, haven't made a final determination, but that's a possibility. What get him behind a offensive okay. line not the offensive line so a offensive line also means who is going to be on the offensive line protecting your starting quarterback my Fair. final answer of if i think he will play is a hard no sam <laughs> i see so i'll say i agree with you that he will not play but I think it's for a different reason because this video almost convinced me to say he will play. I feel like Mike kind of leaves this a little, you know, uh, yeah, it's a possibility. He doesn't really say things like it's a possibility. And typically if this, if his player was not going to play, but I, I think what you said really triggered me to this like view. You said, well, damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Like if Ryan Tannehill plays and gets hurt, you're going to get ripped for playing him. If Ryan Tannehill doesn't play and you lose because your offense comes out sluggish, you're going to get ripped for not playing him. 
that's kind of how this business works, right? Like there's hindsight that is then applied to like critique philosophy and decisions. And so when we look at a decision that needs to be made, I say Mike Vrabel is and has always been a guy to have a philosophy and stick to his guns. I I think this is a toss-up across the NFL for really what a head coach believes and what a head coach values. Do you value the experience of getting your starting quarterback in a game highly enough to risk injury on the, the potential small chance that your quarterback were to get hurt in the game? Is that risk worth the experience you get for him? Some coaches say yes. Some coaches say no. Mike Vrabel has always said no, because as we've seen with Ryan Tannehill as the starter, he has not played in the preseason before. I don't see that changing now. I, I like I until Mike Vrabel does something to change from what we know his philosophy and how he values things. I have a hard time seeing him do that. I still think he should. And I think another great point comes from Jody in the chat. Got to give a shout out to Jody. Tim Kelly in his helmet. That's a new thing for Ryan Tannehill as well. And a new offensive coordinator. How does that operation work? How does, uh, you know, getting like not just the play call and the plays, but the the physical operation of getting those plays into your quarterback and getting them in at the line. I think that's valuable experience. So for all these reasons that I think Ryan Tannehill should play, I still don't know if it's enough reason for Mike Vrabel to come off of his, what we, I think, have established to be his philosophy on QBs playing in the preseason. Yeah, and it's tough to read, right? Because there's so it's hard to read Mike Vrabel in general. But yeah. I the the Tim I kudos to Jody. I think that brings up something that we have not discussed is the Tim Kelly factor. You know, he's been calling in plays all of training camp too, but it is different when you've got look, you got a time what Malik Willis didn't delay a game. When was that? I think it was the first play. When was that delay of game this preseason? Yeah, it was at, I want to say it was after it wasn't like the first play of anything, but it was it was after a dead play. And it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we've we've had this conversation in the press box a few times. The Titans have had this weird problem in the past with getting play calls in after a dead play, which is when Things should be pretty easy. You've got extra time to kind of figure out what's going on. But uh, yeah, they've got, like you said too, they're going to New Orleans week one. You're going to be in a dome. Like it's going to be loud. If Ryan Tannehill's never really had Tim Kelly in his helmet in a game, how does that kind of affect their operations on the road in week one? These are all tiny factors, but factors. I think we value them and put more stock in them than the head coach does though. All right, before we get to our next conversation, uh, let's do rapid fire, Sam. I'm back and I'm I'm ready. I got blood flowing. To do rapid fire, play or not play. This is your opinion. This Ooh. is not reporting. This is okay. your opinion. Okay. And I'm going to just throw out some players and you're going to say play or not play. Let's like start that. with number 10, DeAndre Hopkins. Play or not play? So to clarify real quick, is this should he or will he? Do you think he will? No, not play. Do you think Harold Landry will play? Will play. Do you think Jeffrey Simmons will play? 
I'll say will play. I'll Do you think Denico Autry will play? Will not play. Do you know zero zero point zero 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 chance that that's right? That's why we're playing this game. Do you think Arden Key will play? No. Do you think Kevin Byard will play? No. Do you think Peter Skaronsky will play? Yes. Do you think Derrick Henry will play? No. All right. The next question leads into our next segment, and don't answer this. Do you think Will Levis will play? So we're going to hear from Will Levis, and we're going to ask Will Levis this question, and we're going to find out what he said this week. But first, I am going to tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans is where I went to get my new health plan. Man, I'm almost going on two years. I'm a year and a half in, and I'm really glad that I have this plan fbhp.com they've been a great great sponsor of ours and they can help you out plan on them for health dental and vision 200 plus locations across the state of tennessee they sponsor the tennessee titans they also sponsor the vols you've seen them in the association they sponsor a to z they've been in business for over 75 years farnborough health plans of tennessee i changed my plan by getting a health quote and i decided this is the best plan for me you could do the same, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Uh, that You go in there, you place that wager with that bonus code ATOZ Sports, and even if your bet loses, you still get a second chance to win big. That's why they're the king of sports books, and every game and play can mean more. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only rewards issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. All right, we talked about, we just went through rapid fire. Do we think, does Sam think that some veteran starters could play tonight? Will Levis, this is our next conversation. Sam, Will Levis talked about this injury. Now, he didn't tell what it was. We still do not definitely know exactly what injury occurred. We know it's lower body, so we got some hockey BS on this. But what did Will Levis say about this injury, and what did he say about his possible ability to play tonight against New England? Yeah, well, first of all, we know it was lower body, right? But uh, we did see Will Levis in like a wrap of some sort, like a compression sleeve on his left leg. like Full leg? His thigh. No, it, it cuts off a little bit like above the knee. So, uh, you know, compression stuff there. I was kind of standing right in front of me at practice the other day, and me and Austin are like, kneeling down like inspecting the man's glutes being like where, where is the where is the the uh you know the pressure going where's the extra padding going where's the circulation getting trying to figure out what what the injury might be i'll have an article later this morning at a to z sports with some good information about what we know about will levis's injury uh and what people are saying about will levis's injury so keep an eye on that 
But here's what Will Levis is saying about his injury and his own status for tonight's game against the Patriots. Kind of transpired up in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, uh, Braves is going to definitely give the full extent of what we want to kind of discuss about the injury itself. But I mean, uh, just had something happen to practice that you know, um, just came up and went to the medical staff. And I'm just following their directions and the best way to, to uh, attack it and get better. So, I mean, it's nothing too serious, but I mean, I'm just going to make sure I take the right steps to get back to the road recovery. Hopeful of maybe playing Friday night. I mean, I, that's that's what I'm aiming for. So I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know any any timeline, but uh, I'm just going to take it day, day, one day at a time so well, far. What's the frustration level? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, I think the first couple of days that I've had it and where I found out I wasn't going to play in Minnesota, I was definitely down. And um, Coach Coach Raves was quick to kind of know that I was upset and, and pick me up and be like, hey, like, keep your head up. You can't do anything about it. Uh, we got we got to be smart with it and um, just listen to the trainers and do it do whatever you can as a teammate when you when you're not able to play. So that's just the approach I'm taking. Zach, this could go either way, I guess, in how you interpret this. Because at first he says, "Okay, yeah, that's what I'm aiming for." Like I'm asked about playing, that's what I'm aiming for. But then he also says, "No timeline, like no timeline," and that's three days before the game that he does that interview where he says, "No timeline." Uh, and we got to be smart with it, the quote from Mike Vrabel. So Will Levis is playing or not playing an entirely different conversation from Ryan Tannehill because it's pre-existing injury, and it's a young quarterback who you want to get experience, and I think probably also a factor, he has the entire regular season to heal and recover here. Does that matter to you? Like, what, what are you feeling about this Will Levis situation right now? Well, first of all, the camera angle is like I was watching The oh, Office goodness. and they were interviewing Creed. But uh, <laughs> but I, I I think for what Will Levis represents to the football team comparative to you know him being drafted and then his injury, I think – I don't know what his injury is. We don't know what his injury is. May have some more information later today. I think for Levis – you want him to heal in the immediate once the injury occurred. But now I feel like there's been enough time where oh, he's 25, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a good – that's good another play. thing that I want to change. Hey, look, we're going to have some evolving things. Uh, Will Levis is 24, so I gave him an extra. He's about, I think he's about to turn 25. Uh, June 27th, 1999. Oh, not, at not at all. <laughs> so he's got another year. So he's 24. I feel like he's had enough time, as you're pointing out, he's going to have the the red. He needs to play tonight. He has to play tonight. I, I I think he will play tonight. I think he should play tonight. I think he needs to play tonight. He's got to get more reps. You saw, and I think we all have seen, I think the maturity and progression and evolution, really, in just a year of Malik Willis. He looks yeah. like a different quarterback. Now, he doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes, but he looks like a different quarterback than what we saw of him just trying to run the football and, you know, be a form of a running back last year when he was thrown into a situation he probably wasn't prepared for. Will Levis needs to have that experience. I would have Will Levis play three quarters if he could play. I don't think he's going to because of this injury. He may play two, but he also needs, here's what Will Levis needs in my opinion. He needs series after series after series. He doesn't need the alternate that they gave him in Chicago. He needs to say, all right, that series ended in a punt. This series ended in a field goal. This series ended in a touchdown. Or 
that series ended in a touchdown. Let's go score another touchdown. I like that feeling. Let's go execute the offense. So that's kind of my feeling on, that was, on Will Levis. Yeah, I mean, that was something I was really frustrated with in Chicago. And I got why they did it. You know, this back and forth does simulate being a backup, right, and having to just jump in. Uh, maybe you're cold. Maybe you're not used to, to having to get in there and having to run a series. But I was frustrated as somebody who was trying to analyze Will Levis and figure out, like, how he was looking out there. I thought he had a really good drive together. Like he had a touchdown drive that you said went out there, was piecing together another drive and had gotten across midfield with a first down. And then Josh Wiley fumbles the ball. And then, you know, they give Malik Willis the next series, the next two series or something. It's eight to 10 minutes before he's back on the field again. And like, well, okay, well, this guy who was putting together a good drive here, wasn't able to continue his momentum. Um, I think he plays. Uh, I think he should play. I think it's got to be limited capacity, right? Like, I'm not worried about him getting hit because I'm pretty sure it's soft tissue stuff. Like, this is not like a a hit could re-aggravate this thing. But uh, he he needs to be careful with how he moves. Like, we we don't need you trying to make any uber-athletic play here and sprinting for a first down and diving for a first Yeah, but when you're a young quarterback with not a lot of experience and the game moves way too fast for you, your intuition is to scramble and move and get out of trouble because, you know, you're not playing – you're not playing at Kentucky anymore, you know? No, I mean, that is his intuition. And, I mean, I just – I feel good enough about Will's escapability that I would rather have him err on the side of throwaway and caution – tonight um my biggest thing for him is see nfl defenses at speed and see a good patriots defense at speed like we know the arm talent we know the athleticism we know what he can be when he's making good decisions the question with him is does he make good decisions consistently enough and so i would like to see him get more looks at an nfl defense and work on understanding and making better decisions about when to and when to not throw the football. That means I want him to play though. It means, you know, even if you don't, even if you lose the game, cause he's not, you know, scrambling for a first down, that's might be what you have to do for his long-term health, but I'm not too worried about the re-injury aspect of it. And like you said, young quarterbacks need reps. They need reps and there's no reps better than in-game reps. So uh, I would like to Will Levis to play. I think he will if physically possible. Like they they want him out there. Yeah, I Jesse I think wraps this thing up and says Will Levis needs multiple series to get in rhythm, maybe with some guys that will actually be on the team come week one. We'll, we'll... A, a huge point too. That was my other frustration with Will Levis is like, Mal- look how good Malik Willis looked in that Chicago game on a first series with Tajay Spears as his running back and the starting offensive line. And like, you're able to. Yeah, but it's a batting donut. So you don't get that. Look, you're your rookie. You don't get that opportunity. That's not how this game works. Fair. And I don't think you need like all starters. I would just like to see Will play with like a more competitive, like, by the way, Zach, that end of game, you remember the throw Will Levis made and almost made that would have been, potentially a touchdown that would have won the game for the Titans. And we'd be having a way different conversation about Will Levis's preseason. He threw the ball to Gavin Holmes, like the last wide receiver in the wide receiver room who probably should have caught the ball. 
So like that ball goes to DeAndre Hopkins or not even DeAndre Hopkins. That ball goes to Chris Moore. I think it's a touchdown. <laughs> and so like it, it is frustrating for me to watch him get reps with guys that aren't going to be on the team. It's like it, something about that is not quite as formative of like, what can he actually do with NFL talent around him? All right. Before we get to our end of show topic to catch me up a little bit, give me 30 seconds on the kicking situation. All right. So they brought in Trey Wolf, UDFA out of Texas tech in with Caleb Shudak to compete. Neither one of them was uh, amazing. Both of them, frankly, were underwhelming, missed, you know, kicks in games. Caleb Shudak couldn't kick it, keep his kickoffs between the boundaries in games. And their balls in camp, while both of them had very good leg strength, two inconsistent ball flights. So they pulled the plug on both of them earlier this week, cut both of them, signed veteran Michael Badgley to their roster, Plugged and played him, and he went like 7 for 11 or 7 for 12 in his first Titans practice with a lot of misses wide right during live period. Not great. Mike Vrabel's endorsement was not a ringing endorsement. We said, hey, Mike, why Michael Badgley over some of these other veterans? What would you like? He said, we've had Mike here before, uh, so he's going to get the next crack at it. Not really overwhelming stuff from the head coach. So Michael Badgley's the next man up. I think he's got to come in and seriously make some kicks at Nissan Stadium. If he has a good game, he'll probably be their week one kicker. And I think they're operating at a week-by-week basis at this point, trying to see who the right man for the job is. There's, you know, some of these guys that Jack and I talked about yesterday on the free agent market, suck up gold, Blankenship, Bullock, Gonzalez, you know, I have my feelings about some of those guys, but it's not good. <laughs> well, sure. look, I, I appreciate the update. You know, we talked about that Giants game last year where they came down and scored a, a first drive touchdown. How did the game end? though? I missed field goal by Randy Bullock from like 45, something 47, like 47. Yeah, it was a make. It should have been 45 if they had better clock management, oh, but. Me and Paul Kaharski, we were talking about the kicking situation in the media room the other day, and we were just like, you know what people don't talk about? Mike Vrabel botching that clock management or whoever, whether it was Tannehill. We talked about it. I said that was his fault. It was horrible. It was horrible, and it doesn't get talked about enough because they lost yardage and burned a timeout for no reason. That cost them the playoffs. Playoffs. Now that's a butterfly bad. effect, but uh, you know, you know, what I'm yeah, saying. Uh, uh, we, that everybody remembers Randy's missed kick and fair enough. That should have been way, way easier of a field goal than it was, but the hash, the hash mark matters so much. So yeah, well to, to kind of reset a little bit as I look, I have enjoyed the show. I got a little chemical to the brain. I yeah. like a little juice to the veins. Shoot me up again, boss. Uh, but I, I I do think that, uh, you know, the Titans have a lot to figure out over the last couple of the next couple of days. Uh, it's, it's been a great show. I'm excited about this next segment because anybody who has watched this show knows that, hey, you know how I feel about a certain individual. So we've got good news on the horizon. Yeah. And to kind of get in front of this, I'm, I'll probably – you won't see me for a little bit on this show until the regular season or right before the regular season starts. So I want to get in front of this. I have a new idea. We're going to do some switching around on the end of show topics during the week for this, this season. I've got a new idea for Mondays. I think we're going to flip 
you know, Tuesday and Wednesdays. I don't know. We're going to be creative, but we'll have a set more of a set schedule uh, as we get to the regular season. But I have enjoyed this thoroughly, uh, but it's not done yet. Let's get to good news, Sam. All right. Ain't that good news? It's our end of show topic. And as always, our end of show topics are powered by our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They're the place to go for your new ride. Uh, Zach, when you first teased your good news, I was like, what is he talking about here? So building since 2017. And I'll let you go first because I have figured out where you're going. Uh, since then, uh, I've kind of I read between the lines a little bit, and I just want to get ahead of this. This is out of pocket to be your good news, but I'll. I'll let it you... No, it's bull. Be I know you almost made me cuss. This is not out of pocket because I, I and I'm just gonna go ahead and take the. Floor. Yeah, go ahead and take over. Here is my good news. Finally, the Rock has come back. No, finally, we can put this to rest. Okay. All these yahoos in the chat that were drooling over Corey Davis for all these years that was a top five pick, Sam. I'm not talking about 25. I'm not talking about 125. I'm talking about fifth overall pick in the National Football League draft, okay? Top wide receiver coming out of the draft. I mean, think about this. The Tennessee Titans select him to be an all-pro long-term solution to their wide receiving problems. And he was trash from the get. He had hamstring problems as a rookie. He did not perform well. He was a bust. He was what he was. It's okay to call people busts. If they are busts, it's fine. Like, let's get the society, (laughs) the softness out of here. Okay, guys? Like, Nobody gives a rip about your feelings, okay? Sometimes you just got to call it like it is. And I'm, I've been calling it like it is since day one. Everybody's like, oh, Zach, stop being so negative. Stop being so mean to Corey. And then Corey oh got God. a terrible, terrible contract that paid him $9 million. Now, great for Corey, but terrible for the New York Jets. It was asinine. The Titans should have let him walk because it was a bad draft pick to 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 start the he goes to the jets collects cash fist over fist and eventually look it's his decision i'm not saying it's good news that he'll no longer he's no longer playing football or he's retiring like i he could do whatever the hell he wants i'm not saying that my good news is not that he's no longer playing football he'll be just fine he made over 50 freaking million dollars in his time in the nfl he's gonna be okay and I wish him well in his next career and his next life and wherever he ends up. He may move back to Nashville. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is, is that he was a bust. He wasn't worth the, worth the pick. He was not good. He was crossing route Corey for years. He couldn't stay healthy. And he did the same thing in New York. And everybody thought that he had turned a corner the final year in Tennessee when A.J. Brown was dominating and Derrick Henry had 2,000 yards. That's called a distraction, people. And he took advantage of that distraction by playing well. I I didn't discredit that. But it's one year for a top-five pick. That's not how it works. That's not how business works. So my good news is my victory lap 
to finally officially say Corey Davis was and is a bust in the National Football League. So for everybody in the chat that was getting mad at me for saying he's not a bust, he don't don't say that about Corey. Don't do that. Shove it. He's a bust. We could put it to bed. And I will say this is the last show that I will bring this up and tell you how bad Corey Davis was as a wide receiver in this league for where he was drafted. He would be great, like fifth over fifth fifth round pick, not a fifth overall pick. So that's my Corey Davis rant. rant. We can move forward and move on and move on to another topic. But that is my good news. Wow. What a good news. I, I mean, what a day for you to come back to the show than the day after Corey Davis announces his retirement. I'm, the timing of that pre-planned and immaculate timing. I mean, there were Titans fans saying they, they wanted Corey Davis to come back, which is that, which was like a thing until like five days ago, by the way, like what? five days ago, I'm scrolling through Titans Twitter, seeing like, Oh, 84 might become available. Like, yeah. Yeah. So tough being there. there, there it is. We've done it and we move forward. Yeah. So the reason I, you, you're, clarification is important i did say it was out of pocket i was just like all right your good news being like the dude's working through a personal issue and has to retire from football maybe not the best good news look i didn't is it is it it clarified that he's working through a personal issue he stepped away from football that's what i've seen but your good news is your victory lap which i can appreciate a good victory lap and you deserve your victory lap when you pound the table for six years you deserve your victory lap when you uh when you get one right and you know you're proven right you've been listening you've been hearing it for six years i know Dude, that. and so, Corey know. davis is a genuinely nice guy like he is a like stand-up guy he's a good locker room guy like it is nothing about Corey davis as a person like we don't i don't i don't take like personal vendetta shots like ryan clark's taking it to a but yeah like i don't it's not about him as a person or a man he he is portrayed all of the stand-up qualities but when you get drafted as a number five overall pick to a franchise criticism comes with that and that's where my my good news was it's not anything with with him personally that is clear i mean yeah it comes with the money it comes with uh you know getting to play sport for a living getting to do all the things that uh money fame and power it creates criticism you you love it but criticism and limelight's part of it and you got to tell it like it is when uh when the history doing this show i got back here and i saw look i i was actually very i it it warmed my heart of all the chat saying welcome back zach i also had people say i don't i didn't like zach but i'm glad he's back that's (laughs) the kind of energy i want they need zach they need their doses literally we we start every show and they have a good time. They sit there and vibe out, and they'll just be like, yo, where's Zach, though? Like, I feel like we need a little bit of juice sometimes. I'm like, working. Somewhere I'm working. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, that kind of overpowers my good news. Mine's way less uh, – mine's really good news. I mean, it's less of like a shade and more of a good news. Zach, I, this has to do with you. Another Zach B. Uh, Zach Bryan dropped an album last night. <laughs> and I loved it. And I had a great time sitting here – uh is sitting in my chair in the living room with my head with my headphones on listening to zach bryan's album and i i had a swell time and i'm probably going to listen to it throughout the rest of the day so 
Yeah, Zach Bryan's new album is my good news. It was a great good news. It's an awesome album. Uh, that's all it is. It's straight up. I like very You're kind of blushing things. right now. I love Zach Bryan. I'm a big Zach Bryan fan. Uh, I think he's a tremendous songwriter. I I connect to his music a lot. And listen, there's very few things. It's actually like something that I've grown to appreciate a lot is the first time you hear a song and like the first time you hear music, you see that drop and you're like, whoa, I'm about to click on this. It's like that first time you've seen a movie, the first like, there's a feeling you get when you hear a really good song for the first time and you don't even know it's coming till it hits you. And then you're like, I can't get that back ever again. Can't go like listen to that for the first time ever again. So I really try and take it in when I'm uh, when I'm listening to some of these artists that I appreciate a lot. Zach Bryan's one of them. So, yeah, that new album was great news for me, and I enjoyed it a lot last night. Go listen to it if you well, guys haven't already. It's it's great news, great show today. It felt good. I'm uh, good to see you, chat. Long time, Sam. Excellent job of holding things down. You've you've matured too since I've been gone. I mean, you just got this yeah, feeling of like hair's starting to fill out a little bit here. Yeah, I know, right? So you 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 look good, you feel good, and we'll see see if the Titans play good tonight. So we've got your coverage. Make sure you're locked into our socials, whether it's X, Threads, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We've got you TikTok. We've got great TikTok content if you're on TikTok. So follow us there. Um, and tonight we'll find out. A lot of these questions that we posed will be answered here in short order. It's a home game. You've got new turf. Will Levis, will he play? Brian Tannehill, will he play? DeAndre Hopkins, will he play? What's going to happen? There's so many things. Great Friday night. So kick back, relax, watch the Titans, and enjoy the show. And uh, glad to be back, Sam. So uh, I'll right. let yeah. you play it out. I'm in your world. Well, hey, Tim, Hard Knocks, well, maybe next week. We're, we're going to do the Hard Knocks review. I got to talk about it. But, yeah, we had we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. And I wanted to give Zach his Corey Davis shine here uh, on a nice Friday. Thanks for hopping in with us, guys. As always, make sure you like the show uh, before you go here. Not enough likes on the show. Preseason finale tonight. Titans and Patriots. More Titans content on A to Z Sports. That's on X. That's on Threads. That's on Facebook and YouTube. Watch the videos, take it all in, and read the articles. We've got you strapped in for the entire 2023 season. Appreciate everybody. As always, we will see you Monday morning. Adios.